0: Time for finding winners, and Freddie Hastings is joining myself and Luke Marlowe. We're going to try and find some winners. Good morning, mate.
1: Good day, boys. Trust you well. And uh, yeah, we, we, we've had a little bit of a lean trot in the last two weeks. So I'm hoping we can reverse that trend and, and find a couple.
0: I'm sure we will, Freddie. Um, we've got Lukey Marlowe here. Lukey, it's all about reversing trends, mm. and if there's one gentleman that can reverse the trend, it is the great F Hastings, isn't it? He is Dave. One thing about Freddie,
2: he can just turn momentum on a dime. He's like a good halfback. Uh, things aren't going his way. He's had a had a few misses, but all of a sudden, bang! He'll just find something at double figures mm. and and just tip winners I, for fun. So I'm let, sure he Let me turn tell it. you.
1: Let me tell you the days of me being like a halfback. Are well, and truly, <laughs> and I do mean <laughs> truly. I'm more like the football these days, but um. Yeah, hopefully uh, I can live up to your um, hype. And how much will that cost me? The checks in the mail. Yeah, well, I,
0: yeah, exactly. I think today's buzzword, boys, is momentum. Oh, it's being mentioned a lot. Uh, you know, we talk about these buzzwords. Well, momentum, and that's what we need. We need plenty of it. Uh, Menangle tomorrow, eight races on the card. And uh, we've got a group three on the card as well with the free-for-all. Um, and a favourite there from the Pizzuto um, stable in um Burnham boy, but what do you like, mate?
1: Well, to use a buzzword, please know I'm doing my best today. And in race one, I'm going to tip number one, Mighty Flying Art. Now, I tipped it last week and it drew the extreme outside barrier. Um, In a similar type of field, I do think from barrier one, uh, Jack Callaghan's got his confidence sky high at the moment. Young Jack is driving well. Um, And I think he can win the race Mighty Flying Art from barrier one. Uh, he's around evens at the moment, but I think that's a fair enough price from the draw. He may get in a bit, but um, don't, yeah, make no mistake, it's a pretty handy field, but I just like Mighty Flying Art. A, a, a reversal uh, of the, the barrier from last week from 10 back to 1, and I think he can win. So we'll go race one, number one. Look, I, I'm loathe to tipping them too short, but I think Metal Rock's worth to forgive. It uh, was very heavily backed last week in a race, and it basically took no competitive part whatsoever. Went around for practice. Um, the start will obviously, and the score-up will be crucial uh, that he doesn't put on a repeat. But Metal Rock, uh, he's certainly short enough. I think he can win. And, boys, look, I'm going to go back on what I said last week uh, to you. Uh, I think it was Luke last week. Um, I pretty much said that tonight uh, or bust for me with Burnham Boy. I've kept him uh, ad nauseum. Uh, he's run four consecutive seconds, and it was another second place in last week, and I said, if he doesn't win the night, I'm jumping off. But you know what? He's got me in again, Burnham Boy, having gone through the form, and I think this is... What is it that's
2: got you again, Freddie? What is it? Why can't you drop off? What uh, What's well, drawn well, you in again? You're like sh- a moth to the flame.
1: Uh, yeah, a bit like a bit like that, or, or some might say, Lucas, like a sucker for punishment. But look, <laughs> it, it, he's at 2,300 in a group three. Now, he did run... Uh, a placing in on Miracle Mile night in the um, in the free for all, and that was over the uh, that, that was over the longer trip, uh, the 2400 metres. A lot of his racing of late has been uh, you know around the mile. Uh, most of his runs this campaign have been at the mile. He did have a, a second placing at 2300 metres. I just think the 2300 metres is more his go. I think he can find a position. Uh, he's got a, a good association, or Blake Fitzpatrick has a good association with the horse. There are horses in the race that do go well over the trip, but I, I just think he can win tomorrow, Burnham boy. Uh, it, it, and we might get reasonable odds because there are a few that, that the punters might have a crack at. It's perfect. It's got a, a nice low draw. Pocket of terrors racing well. Majestic Cruiser's won two of its past three. Pump the brakes in good form and double encounter. Uh, with another who's, uh, who excels at the track and trip. So, look, it's not a, an easy assignment, but i thought of the odds. Well, yeah, I, I won't say to tomorrow's full uh, bust with Burnham Boy, because, you know, all things being equal. Well, if he doesn't win, I'll probably launch at him again next time. <laughs> I'm chasing boys, and that can be dangerous.
0: All right, so that's Burnham Boy. Uh, any other single bets, or are just going straight to the quaddy?
1: Yeah, no. Look, they're the ones. I think race one number one. Uh, as I said, I think I think the, um, the race four number six will win, but that might be something you throw into some multis because it is a dollar fifty-five today on tab. Um, and, and I like Burn and Boy. As far as the quaddy goes, Dave. Look, I've just extolled the virtues of Burn and Boy, but in a quaddy I, I always like to have some insurance. So I'm going to play a few in that first leg because I think, as much as Burn and Boy. I think it can win at the odds. He, he's the sort of horse that if he does run second, you don't want to be out, you know, in the first league. So I'm going to throw four at that uh, league. Two, seven, eight, ten. Pitch Perfect has a good draw. Burnham Boy, of course. Majestic cruise is in good form and a good rider and uh, double encounter. Um, then we're going to go race uh, six. The group three. Good race this. I'm going to go numbers... 249. Arden's ace, I think, can get away with the race uh, from the draw, but I'm also throwing in four Spirit of Anzac, who was impressive for tra- uh, Jack Trainer, and Ranger Bomb from the Belinda McCarthy Yard. So we'll go uh, three horses there. Three horses in uh, the third league, the trot. Uh, Tough Monarch went down last week, uh, was upset in, a, in a, you know, a bit of a blowout result, and I think uh, Tough Monarch can bounce back at the mile. We'll also throw in numbers four and five, Renaro Mia and Drop the Hammer, the stablemates. In the last league, just two horses: Heavenly Bell and Tishan Raider. Tishan Rader will probably start favourite in in career best form, but Heavenly Bell was the last start winner, so we'll go uh, two and eight in that last week. So, uh, two seven eight ten into two four nine into four five eight into two and eight. That's seventy two units. So, if you take forty bucks out of it, you're looking at a bit over half the dividend boys, and hopefully that's uh, going to uh, you know keep us going until next week.
0: I like it, um, Freddie. Mate, we're trying to build that momentum and positive vibes, and I just put yeah. out before a call to our listeners yeah. to give us a call with a good punting story. Because, I mean, there's so much doom and gloom, as you know. You turn on the news, and, I mean, um, it's not good. Um, you know what? We've got this 11 o'clock press conference coming up soon. Bazzle that. Get on to Sky Sports Radio. Have us <laughs> on this story. How about this for a story? Yeah, yeah. Good, go true racing story. No name on this one, but I'd, I'd love to throw your names on this. Uh, this gentleman goes, or it could be a lady, um, did 500 on the punt one particular Saturday, had $25 left in my pocket, put a treble on an Ascot WA, took a quick look at the runners and filled out my ticket, went home and handed it my very elderly father, um, ex-bookie to watch the races, so he gave the ticket. Came back home the next morning to find him grinning like a dog in a butcher shop. Son, your horse has got up twenty-five dollar treb- uh, treble, paid two hundred, uh, paid yeah, two hundred s- to-
2: and eighty-five yeah, bucks, and he re- no, return no, no, no. of seven thousand one hundred
0: twenty-five. Yep, wow. so he's seven thousand one hundred twenty-five. So, have you got a good punning story? Enormous. Have you got a good punning story, Freddie? Uh I, I probably
1: I probably have over the years, uh uh Dave. I, I just I think everyone's got a punting story and I you know keep them coming, folks. Uh contact yeah. the boys and, and tell them because I think we've all got stories. We've got good stories and some not so good stories, of course, but um share the good ones. Uh because as Dave said, we're trying to be positive. Yeah, I went into a a, a tab agency, oh, this has been t- nearly twenty years ago. That's how lunar drought I'm experiencing. Um and I uh I think I had $19, and I threw it on a first four at Musselbrook, who I think coincidentally are racing today. Um, I threw it on a, a race at Musselbrook, and I basically just ticked numbers. I had $19 in my pocket. Pick numbers, um, left the favourite out to kind of accidentally. The favourite didn't run top four, it ran fifth. I've jagged the, uh, the, the first four uh, multiple runners. I think the winner paid $30. The second horse paid eight something along those lines. Anyway, long story short, the, the first four ended up, my $19, I picked up um, just over, just a tick over $3,500. And that was, <laughs> at the time, um, at the time it was uh, very, very welcome. So it's not as grand as uh, as some stories, but it just shows you that sometimes you, you, and that's why it's called gambling, I guess. I gambled on the favourite being out of the money, and the zinger it, it was.
0: Mate, uh, I love it, and, and this is what you know. I'm going to put a tweet out here. Best punting yeah. stories. Here's another one. Hey guys, all my good luck stories end up. Um, oh, hang on, I haven't read this one properly. <laughs> all got my luck stories end up horror stories. Um, what's he saying here? This is the uh, the gorgster. Oh no, well gorgster. I'm not going to read that because that's negative. Come on, I want your best punting stories. Your best yeah, days on the positive. punt. I've got one yeah. day for you. Yeah. You've got one. Yes, mate.
2: Well. We, I went to Winx's third Cox Plate day when she won uh, the Cox Plate, and I just couldn't do anything right uh, in the lead-up to the Cox Plate. I was just loser after loser, sick beat after sick beat. So I just thought, right, I'm just going to back Winks in the Cox Plate, even though she's really short, to try and just get some momentum back and a bit of confidence anyway. Of course, she, she wins as she always did, and that was the turning point for me. And I just got a bit of momentum back, few winners dropped, and it ended up winning a winning day. So just that little one little winner just got the confidence back, yes. got myself back on track, and I got rolling. Thanks What's for that the money,
1: boys. What's that old saying? Uh, money lost, nothing lost. Confidence lost, exactly. everything lost. I, I just need. I, I'll leave you with this one, Dave. And, and this yep. is probably in real terms, probably usurps um, my my previous story. I went to Hawkesbury now. It's a track, Hawkesbury. I, I just can't seem to find winners there. I don't know what it is. It's a bit of a graveyard for me when I have a part of the Hawkesbury track. But I went there on Oaks Day, uh, you know, Victorian Oaks Day. And, and in those days, and it might still be, it was known as Ladies' Day. So as a young bloke, it was always the place to go on a on a Thursday, uh, Ladies' Day, the ladies dressed to the nines. And, uh, you know, a few of my mates would get there anyway. But, you know, one of my mates, good bloke called Spider, uh, We knew, nicknamed him Spider anyway, Neil and I, we just ended up hanging around each other most of the day, and we were abs- and it was stinking hot. It was about 36 degrees out of Hawkesbury, and as you both know, it can get pretty pretty sticky out there. Well, boys, whilst not proud of this, I was a little under the weather by about race five, but I kept telling my mate that there's a horse in the AWA Ladies' Cup called Milanese, and I'm, I've declared it, and he's going, oh, fair dinkum, Freddie, do you like it? Oh, mate, it's just going to win. Well, when the bookies opened up, it was 25 to 1. And he's going, are you sure this thing can win? 25. I said, mate, it wins, it wins, it wins. But I was, you know, know, three shoots to the wind anyway. Long story short, (laughs) it it wins. It bolts in. We we ended up getting 16s because we were slow off the mark, I think, because we were at the bar. It it bolts in at 16. Well, he's loaded up. I've had a little crack for my, you know, my small punting prowess. You know, I think I had 25 each one or something. Anyway... The last race comes along, we can barely stand. Obviously, this is before the days of responsible service of alcohol. <laughs> anyway, we've got a. We've, the last race at Flemington on Easter is about to run, and I tip him another one called Norgwin Fleur was its name, and it was thirty three to one. Well, boys, I'm coming back from the bar. We were buying the little, they had the little seven ounce glasses <laughs> of beer. I think we were buying them three <laughs> each at a time. I'm coming out, yeah, more beer on the tray than, than in tray. Oh. And all I could hear was Spider yelling out, Freddie, it's in front, it's in front, it's one new beauty. How and, good. Had, got on, and that was that day. We ended up catching a taxi that Penrith trots. <laughs>
2: should have got a limousine. Taxi, don't worry about
1: the taxi. Well, he should have shouted, but we ended up going to Penrith Trots that night, and boys, I've got to tell you, um, we didn't fare quite as well, and we were a little bit under the weather by about race three. We weren't feeling the best, but it was a big day.
2: That's brilliant, mate. Those are the great days. A couple of roughies, Lob, and uh, you can enjoy it with your mates. Uh, We miss those times. Freddie, great to have you on. Um, Good luck with those thoughts at Manangle, and we'll chat soon, okay?
1: I look forward to it, boys. Have a great day. And, and like you said, keep positive, folks. Uh, keep positive and keep sending in those good stories to the
0: fellas. Yeah, plenty of them. You, <laughs> what about this one, Marlo? Uh, hey, boys, ran a horse called Elenara. She's running at Eagle Farm tomorrow. My mate had a lucky win on the pokies the day she was running. So he decided to chuck money on Elenara, paying 26. Lady at the counter stuffed up. He wanted 500 each way, but she put 1,000 on to win. So he decided to chuck another five hundred at the place to cover his money. She won the race, and he won thirty-eight thousand. Oh, how good is that, Andrew from Port Kembla? Oh. Well, I hope he went and uh, gave a little sling to the lady behind the bar. That's brilliant. Um, that uh, that stuffed that up. That's look. You know, as I said, keep them rolling in. Um, we're not going to be able to read all of them out because there's a few expletives in some of them. But you know what? <laughs> as long as we're thinking about the punt and the good times, I think we're doing our job, Marlowe.
2: And what about uh, the other end of the scale, Dave, when they put the wrong number on for the horse and the one you actually wanted to back wins and yes. then you're on the, yes. on the wrong Well,
0: horse. I learned from a very young age from Grandad, never cancel a ticket. ticket. Well, never cancel, yeah. though. Yeah, never true. cancel. So if you back a horse and there's a stuff up, never, ever cancel it because I tell you what, more often than not, the one you cancelled always gets the chocolates. Uh, enjoy, keep enjoying your punting. Do so responsibly. And uh, I'm sure
2: this weekend uh, is going to be another fill-up, Dave.
0: We have got Maddie Jackson uh, joining us very soon on finding winners. I think he's there. Steve's giving me a nod. Uh, Maddie, good morning to you, mate. We're we're trying to build the momentum. Group One racing in Sydney tomorrow. We've got uh, a lot of doom and gloom in the world, but hey, we're here. We're punting. How good is it, mate? Good morning.
3: Yeah, good morning to you, Dave. Yeah, outstanding. We're we're quite lucky here in Australia that we haven't uh, basically lost anything uh, in the racing industry. We've been able to soldier through, which is a credit to to all concerned, and yeah, we're getting to that uh, awesome time of year, footy finals, spring carnival. Uh, It would be nice if the million dollar chase was on, but alas, we'll have to wait around six months or so, but it just will make for a big 2022, and hopefully we're back to some sort of normality.
0: Mate, where are they racing tomorrow night uh, for the Grays in New South Wales? Yeah, so obviously
3: with Wentworth Park out of action for the immediate future, tomorrow night, the the city meeting is, is down at Tapto, and it's it's a really nice quality card of racing, and I think there's some winners to be found.
0: Take it away, mate. What's the best? So, the two best bets
3: that I've been able to come up with race six, number eight, drink long, drink long necks. Uh, probably a topical tip uh, in lockdown. I just think the draw, <laughs> uh, a big advantage drawn off the track, will get clear running to the first turn. I think solder squeeze, uh, it's got plenty of early pace. The only concern I've had every time it's gone up to the 520, it's been slow to begin. When it goes back to the 400, it jumps fast. So I'm just hoping that tomorrow night Solder Squeeze can jump, charge forward, give a nice run across the drink long-necks early, and I think uh, he'll be too strong late in the race. So I'm really keen on him. Race 6, number 8, drink long-necks. And then in race number 9, number 2, Ice Cream Story, started a very short-priced favourite against Wicked Spartan uh, last time out. Drew off the track on that occasion, was slow to begin, then had to do a lot of chasing to try and reel in Wicked Spartan. Couldn't do so. That was her first time at 600. She's got the benefit of that fitness. She draws inside, which is a big advantage for her. Wicked Spartan is drawn off the track. I think if she can mob within two to three lengths of Wicked Spartan, I think she'll be too strong. Race nine, number two, ice cream story. I think she was around the even money at this early stage. So I think she'll be very hard to beat tomorrow night. Race nine, number two, ice cream story. To go with race six, number eight, drink long neck.
0: Beautiful. When was the last time you had a long neck, Maddie? There you go. Uh,
3: I, haven't, you know, I haven't had a long neck for a while. I remember
0: Melbourne I, bitter. You would have been a Melbourne bitter man for sure.
3: Yeah, absolutely. That's the best
0: best <laughs> Victorian beer. I remember
3: I went to, I went to a twenty first. I played golf. Uh, no, sorry, it was a thirtieth. It was one of my wife's friends' thirtieth, and I played golf. See, you've jumped nine
0: years there. You've jumped nine years. You've gone from 21st yeah. to 30th. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how my, my so I was every day.
3: I was playing golf on a Saturday in our club championship, So the party started about 2.30, and I teed up uh, the girl whose party it was. You've got to buy a slab of long neck. So anyway, I went off, played golf, Turn up at the party. Long necks are all gone. girl whose party was putrid drug. And I was like, that's my cue to leave. And I think I had my beer and turned around and went home again.
0: Oh, you left. <laughs> so yeah, you missed... tipped him into the long necks and then bolted.
3: Yeah, I, I, missed, <laughs> I missed out on the long necks, so I threw the toys out of the cot went
0: home. <laughs> Mate, what about a, a, a quaddy tomorrow night down south? Yeah, it's a
3: tough quaddy, I thought, tomorrow night. They're, they're quite open legs, actually. So we might just have to play it a little bit wider and hopefully we can land a bit of value uh, throughout the quaddy. The first leg, I thought it was a very tough race. My numbers are seven, six, three, eight, and four. Ultimate Code, uh, coming back from a Victorian campaign, probably never really uh, found her best form down there. She was in some strong races. She was against Quira Bale, who's one of the informed greyhounds in Australia at the moment. So I am happy to forgive those runs down there. Back to New South Wales, I think it's a nice race uh, to come across from that outside draw. Thought it would be very hard to beat. I thought Gold Azalea, who's racing well, gets back to Dapto tomorrow night can uh, can be the main danger. Uh, knighted Shadow possesses nice early speed when when he jumps well. He's just been slow to begin his last couple. If he can get back to his very best form, thought it would be a really good chance here. It's a moment. I think it's a nice run across early. And Asaram, who one last start, albeit in slow time, uh, has shown some promise, but I'm just concerned that it might not Quite be at the level of the others, but tomorrow night we'll certainly show that uh, her toughest test seven six three eight four my numbers in the first leg of the Quaddy. second leg as we mentioned before. Drick long next, I I is going to be very hard to beat from that outside draw. Hopefully gets the beautiful run across to the first turn, and from there we'll get every chance. Hardcore Becky's been racing terrifically at Richmond. Draws well is going to get a good run throughout the race and certainly be there at the end. Uh, go go Chicago! Another in good form. Will be some value, so certainly throw it in and uh, solder squeeze. If if she jumps well, finds the front, she'll certainly give them plenty to run down. Eight two three six in the second leg. The third leg, I've been with Miss Kenny at her two starts down here in Sydney. She's missed away both times. I think the the key, hopefully, well, I'm hoping anyway, is that outside draw. Her Northern Rivers form before coming to Sydney was outstanding. She can get back somewhere near that. I think she can win number eight, Miss Kenny, to beat Three Arctic Kingdom, who was a terrific winner in good times. Uh, last start, Redshift 7's going well. And Cape Fernando, uh, next best. eight three four seven the third leg. And Race 8, the, the main event on the program. It's a, it's a hot race. I think On the Rocks has, has got the speed to, to lead. And I think we'll certainly give a terrific sight On the Rocks. And uh, for mine was was the one to beat, and at a nice price as well, to beat eight, Dipping Pearson. who has been going well, grows a leg when drawn off the track, gets that scenario tomorrow night, Debbie jet power. Uh, l- luckless uh, in the Zone 1 state championship final uh, last start. Uh, Where's Rocky is flying, but this is certainly a tough race. And Zulu Warlord, who won the state final uh, for Zone 2, beating Jungle Juice, uh, is also right in the mix as well. But it's a, it's a hot race. Race eight two eight three four six. I'll throw in the quaddy as well. So we're playing it pretty wide. Seven six three eight four. The first leg. Second leg eight two three and six. Third leg eight three four seven. Last leg two eight three four and six.
0: Love it, mate. Uh, before we let you go, best punning story. We're trying to lift the mood, to get rid of the doom and gloom. What's your best punning story, mate? I don't know if I should say this, but most of my
3: punting stories occurred when I was underage. <laughs> um, I, I think the the best one that I can remember is we're on a school camp. I was, I was I grew up in country Victoria, so every every year, the year at the end of year ten, um, the whole year level went down to Melbourne for what was called a careers camp. So they organised different tours of different areas, and you could pick and choose where you got to go. So, and one of the we we organised one of the tours to go to the races. And one of our te- a couple of our teachers, mad punters, loved it. So to get it across the line, they said, oh, we'll, we'll go out to the races, learn about the racing industry, we'll go up, see the race caller, uh, the cameraman, go into the stewards' room a little bit, um, meet some trainers, some some jockeys and things like that. So I got, got across the line with the school because it was a Catholic school. Uh, teachers were all on board. So anyway, we, I think we had about 15 choose to go to the races. So I think in the morning I'd been at an AFL club and then we then we had to meet back at the common area. So as soon as we met back there, got on the, the train out to Sandown. As soon as we got on the train, teachers pulled out the form guy. Right, oh ten bucks in each. We're having a quaddy. A couple of a couple of the other students thought it was a serious thing. We're we'll going to the races to learn. So they were they were filthy from the very start. So anyway, like Luke's story that he was saying when he was at the Cox Plate with Winks, couldn't back a winner early in the day, and then now the last race landed a winner, got some cash back, and I thought the Echuca trots were on and that's where I grew up that night. Nice. <laughs> I thought, oh, before I leave, I'm going to have a quaddy at the trots, um tonight and I'll listen to it when I get back to the, the school we're staying at. So anyway, I put the quaddy on, got back to the school, and then we found out they were having a, a guest speaker come in to talk about mental health and all that sort of, all, all that sort of stuff that schools go through, bullying and... So anyway, we're sitting in the, the room listening to to this teacher. And I remember I had I had my walkman packed in my bag. I was like, oh, I, ne- I can't be missing this quaddie. I think I spent $10. I had 80% of the quaddie. Anyway, so sitting at the back of the room, put the walkman in. First leg gets up, pays $8. Oh, that's a good start. Another half an hour. Second leg gets up, pays $8. I was like, oh, geez, is... I'm, st- I'm starting to sweat up a little bit here. Anyway, listen listened to the third leg. It gets up, pays $6. And I, I know I've got 80% of the quaddy. And I, wow. If you check the approc- approximates. I think I had two in the last leg, and the quaddy was about 2000 for each of them. A, as a 16 year old, I was like, Whoa, I'm starting Jeez. to sweat. Walk over to the teacher. I was like, I've got three legs of the quaddy. I said, I can't sit here. I need, I need to get out. I was like, I've got to go to the toilet. <laughs> so anyway, I walked out of the room, sat, sat in the toilet for about 25 minutes. Walked into the ear, listened to the last leg, gets up, I was a like, happy day, walked back into the room, just giving the teacher a wink, sat down, and uh, ended, ended up making about $1,600 on our school camp.
2: That is fantastic. And do you know what, Matty, too, um, if you're a young person and you have that win, even if it's $2, once you've had that little bit of success early, you're in for life, aren't you?
3: Yeah, absolutely. But I must say, that wasn't that wasn't early on for me. I, I think I'd memorised Dad's phone account when I was about eight years old. So Yeah, you're a veteran by age 16. <laughs> well, yeah, you've absolutely. given yourself up anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, what the worst thing is that I, myself and my cousin we used to pun on Dad's phone account when we were 12, 13. And we always used to say to our... I said to uh, my auntie, I said, what happens if they ask our age? Like, what do we say? She goes, if they ask your age they say you're 19, and if they ask your name, give you, give yourself a, a, a girl's name and they won't know the difference.
0: Very good. Mate, and it, uh, it, it work, <laughs> Mate, I appreciate you yeah, coming on. As I said, look, it's one of those times where there's not much good stuff going on in people's lives and people are flat. I mean, I'll be honest. I've been flat as a tack. And, you know, I'm sitting here at the dining table and, all I want to do is just go and see my family and mates. So if we can, for the next little bit, by reading out these text messages and by uh, maybe taking some calls, if you've got a call, give us a call. But if you if you don't want to give us a call, just send us a text. But um, we've got some interviews coming up from a Bar in the next half an hour. But I think uh, if we've got some gaps later on before 1 o'clock, um, more than happy to, to keep this good juju going. Because as I said, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. I can see Tanya shaking her head. Tanya, it's all good. No one will call. Don't stress Tanya. It's all good. Come on. There's too much bad stuff going on in the world to be be worried.